This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, March 22nd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Downey. Here's today's headlines. Carb modeling for ag lands. Drought letters out. Deer responds to right to repair critics and SEC to require disclosures of climate-related risks. CARB modeling shows ag climate's benefits. The Air Resources Board has released the initial modeling results for managing natural and working lands for climate outcomes. According to Virginia Jaminson, CDFA Deputy Secretary for Climate and Working Lands, The results show that aggressive management is needed to prevent the lands from emitting more emissions than they reduce, a setback that could happen under California's increasing wildfires. These results underscore the importance of making sure this doesn't happen by making our lands a carbon sink, Jamison writes in a blog post. She acknowledges the modeling left out carbon sequestration in the soil, whole orchard recycling, irrigated pasture lands, and cropping systems with limited synthetic fertilizers. But it did find benefits from cover cropping and no-till farming, as well as wetlands restoration and forest thinning. State warns 20,000 water users of coming shortages. The State Water Board has issued letters to water right holders warning them to prepare for curtailments as drought conditions persist. The board urges them to start reducing water use and adopt conservation measures like reducing irrigated acreage, managing herd sizes, or adopting new irrigation techniques. According to the letter, these early efforts can minimize the potential impact of water management actions on businesses, homes, farms, and California's environment. Staff urging the board to adopt earlier curtailments than they did in 2021 for the Bay Delta. Russian River, Scott River, Shasta River, Mill Creek, and Deer Creek watersheds. To better inform these curtailment orders, water right holders are required to submit annual use reports by April. So far, only 29% of those water users have submitted reports. On that note, State and federal water agencies have filed a temporary drought regulation with the Water Board. If approved, the temporary urgency change petition would allow the agencies to conserve more water and reservoirs to support basic human needs, along with fish and wildlife protections and delta salinity control. Ag Day returns to the state capitol. California Agriculture Day is returning on Wednesday that after a pandemic hiatus last year. The event opens to the public at 11.30 on the west steps of the Capitol. It includes a discussion with CDFA Secretary Karen Ross and the Senate and Assembly Ag Committee chairs, among others. The theme is working lands, human hands, and healthy plants. According to a CDFA statement, this acknowledges the innovation, adaptation, and resiliency that makes California agriculture so productive and that are crucial to meeting the challenges of climate change and drought. After pressure from groups on repair policies, John Deere expands available tools. Farm equipment manufacturer John Deere announced yesterday it plans to expand the availability of tools for diagnosing problems with equipment in 2023, while also teasing additional announcements on repair options in the future. 
The company, which has recently been the subject of six lawsuits and an FTC complaint accusing it of monopolizing the repair market for Deere-branded machines with onboard central computers, said it plans to release, quote, an enhanced customer solution that includes a mobile device interface and the ability to download secure software updates directly to embedded controllers on select John Deere equipment with 4G connections. It will also allow online purchases of Customer Service Advisor, a database of operator diagnostic and technical manuals that was previously only available for purchase from dealerships. We recognize our customers' desire for more autonomy in managing their equipment. From the other side, we aren't campaigning for a kinder, gentler monopoly on repair, said Kevin O'Reilly, the Right to Repair campaign director for USPIRG, said in a release that also pointed out that the solution specified in the announcement only applies to select equipment and only through wireless 4G connections. SEC proposal requires business disclosure of climate risks. Publicly traded companies would have to disclose the amount of greenhouse gases they emit and what they're doing to reduce them under a proposal released yesterday by the Securities and Exchange Commission. Ag and food companies and others that issue stock would be required to analyze, quote, the material impacts of fiscal risk on their strategy and management of climate-related risk, that according to the proposal. For example, an agriculture producer or distributor might disclose the likely impacts of drought on its own product mix or that of its suppliers, including increased expenses for additional water, the proposal said. Ag panel leaders still pursuing conservation funds. Senate Agriculture Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow is holding out hope that Congress will pass the conservation program funding that was included in the Build Back Better bill that died in the Senate. The funding is seen as the most realistic way to increase Farm Bill funding. I'm very hopeful we can add resources, Stabenow, the Michigan Democrat, said during the annual AgriPulse Ag and Food Policy Summit. Short of that, we will be dealing with a flat-funded farm bill, and so that will be our challenge at this point. Now, Chairman Scott of the House Agriculture Committee insisted he was continuing to work on securing more money for conservation programs. I assure you, we are moving on conservation. We'll find a way, he said. U.S. Ag needs Canadian Railroad back in service. There have been no news statements from the Canadian Pacific Railway or the Teamsters Rail Conference Canada that since the railroad shut down just after midnight Saturday night, but farmers and fertilizer suppliers are anxious for a labor agreement that gets trains running again. In 2021, Canadian Pacific transported 428,568 carloads of grain and 151,789 carloads of potash, much of which originates from or is derived to the 175 U.S. grain elevators served by the railroad, said Mike Steenhoke, executive director of the Soy Transportation Coalition. It would never be a good time to have such a transportation network shut down, Steenhoke said, but stressed it's especially bad now as the war in Ukraine escalates 
tightening global supplies of grain and of fertilizer. Here's today's He Said It. I would just ask as we start committees of this legislative season that when ag comes up with concerns, we can talk about water. When we talk about pesticides, when we talk about workers, that we support ag then too. That Republican Assembly member Heath Flora of Ripon on an assembly resolution declaring Wednesday as California Agriculture Day. The measure gained broad bipartisan support. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Tuesday, March 22nd. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.